Welcome to Gooch Live at the bottom line. I'm here on a Monday night. It is quiet and cold, obviously, in downtown Toronto. And this is being brought to you by those good people at the Hockey News and, of course, Fired Up Network. And I'll tell you what, I could use a fire right now to warm myself up. You may see my breath in a few minutes. It's so cold here. Listen, I'm wearing a jersey. I'm going to be doing this for the next 29 days because we are going to, on January 29th, we are going to auction off a bunch of jerseys. It's called Take the Jersey Off My Back in support of mental health, obviously for our Stop Concussion and Connected Mental Health platform. It's a very important uh, cause dear to my heart, obviously. I lost my sister to mental health. And of course, a lot of my friends have suffered from concussions and we certainly wanna make sure we take care of them. So this is the first of many. I've got well over a hundred jerseys that I've handpicked. I'm actually modeling every one of them, which is kind of cool. I wish I could have modeled them when I was uh, 30 rather than 62, because it doesn't have quite of a punch. You'll see some of the jersey a little tight on me, but we're really excited about that. It's going to be supporting athletes that are suffering from concussions and mental health. And of course, as we come through this pandemic, that's going to be very, very important. Listen, give a little, get a lot. Certainly going to help us out tremendously. All right, listen, I've got an extra special guest. He hasn't been on for a while. We love him. He's obviously going to keep us informed of what's going on in Germany right at this moment. Uh, obviously, uh, we know what's going to go on with the Olympic. The Olympic team, uh, the German Olympic team, will have no NHLers, so no Stutzler, no Dreisaitl, no Greece. What is it, Grice? What does that mean for the German national team? Franz Reindl thinks it could be a very positive situation. And we're going to hear it from this man right now, your friend and mine, all the way from Krefeld, Germany, Schuppe. Hi, Gary. How are you? Hi, everybody. Hey, Schuppe. I'm doing really well. Thank you for joining us. Obviously, I know it's very late there. It's past midnight, but you're one of those guys. I said, hey, do you want to record this? He said, no, no. I'm watching Ozzy. the Aussie Open, which is going to be starting really quickly before we, I got to get into the controversy. Jokovic, no vax Jokovic. Is it right or wrong that he's going to be able to stay in Australia? I think for for him it's a nightmare, and uh, but um, the rules are for everybody the same, and uh, everybody is now uh, excited what happened uh, tomorrow because now he he is in Australia, he can stay, but. Maybe tomorrow uh, the court will say, hey, you have to go out, and then he uh, can go there for the next three years. All right. Well, we'll wait. We'll wait for that breaking news, of course. Uh, I know on Wednesday we'll be having an opportunity to. uh, There's Tony Meal coming up and saying, hey, Shoppy. Listen, I wanted to talk to you last night. You stay up and watch everything, which is is Shopster. There's your new name, Shopster. Thanks, Aaron Kuzak, all the way from, uh, obviously, Melbourne. I'm wondering if you guys are in lockup, so let us know. Talk to us a little bit about last night. Uh, You couldn't sleep because? I have a... I have a question before your shirt. I I uh, oh. I thought you you will will wear a shirt from Grapefruit. You play for Grapefruit. Uh, you won the championship with Grapefruit. So where is your Grapefruit shirt? 
That's a very good point with Andy Pritchard, of course, as you remember, with a lot of great Elmer Schmitz, a lot of guys from Krefeld. Uh, thank you for that. I'm still looking for it after the party. When we won the German championships, I was a player coach with Uli Mühlenhaus. He, what a great guy. What a great coach. And all the boys. And we had a rip-roaring party. And I'm still looking for it. So anybody that took number 29, the jersey that we won the German championships, please put it up on auction for us so we can raise some money. But no, I do have a great Frat jersey, and I'm really excited about what I did. And what really quick, what I decided is at 62, uh, people need help, and so I've got a big, huge collection. Uh, whether I get ten dollars or a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars, it doesn't matter. We're going to raise some money for mental health all across the world, of course, for uh, Stop Concussions Germany, and of course, uh, Connected Mental Health. Thank you for asking. But tell me why you were up late last night. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very excited because uh, every Sunday night we can watch here in um, Sky TV uh, the football games. Now uh, the playoff will start in, uh, next weekend. And uh, yeah, last night I saw um, uh, San Francisco against in, in uh, Los Angeles and it was unbelievable game. I saw it, it's over after the third period and then, uh, yeah, the um, San Francisco came back unbelievable um, and with a touchdown from Jennings and then uh, extra point and uh, it was a phenomenal game yeah. and uh, and before I saw another game in overtime and uh, it was a great night for football oh, all over the world all over the world so it's obviously Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh yeah, came back Pittsburgh. and won that game. Pittsburgh was all Pittsburgh fans were sitting on the edge of their seat because if that would have ended up in a tie, they yeah. would have not been through on the playoffs. We won't get into that, but I just wanted to let people know that Shopee, who's one of the best ice hockey minds in Europe, obviously you help out in the DEL and the German uh, national team. And of course, Krefeld, uh, I know yeah. you stay up and watch every sport and especially tennis because you are a tennis player, aren't you? Yes, I came from tennis practice now uh, for one hour before. Uh, uh, That's why yeah. you're sweating. I knew it. <laughs> All right, listen. So, um, but, but uh, Kerry, yeah. um, for more for me, it's now difficult if I celebrate now for the Steelers in the playoffs or for the Green Packers because I like the Green Packers too because Rogers has a new record touchdown uh, yeah. moment and uh, I don't know where I celebrate for maybe Steelers because yellow, black. Uh, Steelers and all green and white, of course. Rogers yeah. is my favorite uh, quarterback since a few years. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm jumped, I jumped on the bandwagon last year. I'm a Minnesota Viking fan through and through. We finally we won our last game of the season, but I am all about Tom Brady. What he's doing yeah. is absolutely it's... incredible at his age. So I'm going to say Tampa Bay is going to beat uh, yeah. and win the Stan uh, Stanley Cup. They're going to win the Super Bowl again. Yeah. All right, let's move on to junior hockey because obviously yeah. it was a very big disappointment for all of us to see that the World Championships, World Junior Championships in Edmonton and in Red Deer was, were canceled. But there was a lot of confusion after it was done. I don't think all the aftermath is done yet. I still think it's put a dark spot on the World Junior Hockey Championships. And I know that one of the players, Alec Alexander Blunk, who I played uh, with his against his father, who was also a Krefeld. He played in Bremerhaven. He was stuck over there. Explain that to me, please. Yeah, after the game uh, against the uh, Czech, the Czechs, and uh, he 
had a phenomenal goal. Uh, I think it was the same goal like from from uh, Stützler, the world champion before, one year yes. before. And uh, yeah, it was great game for Germany. Uh, before against Finland was a game, good game too. And uh, yeah, then the the world champion was cancelled, and uh, all players were tested before they go home. And uh, Blank was tested positive, so he had to stay in Edmonton in a hotel with the doctor from the German team. Oh the God. other the other team uh, went home to Germany, and when they uh, come back, uh, nine players were tested positive too in Germany. Man. Incredible. They had to go in in quarantine. And um, th three others from Krefeld. And uh, yeah, Blank had to stay 10 days in Edmonton. And he uh, was only in the hotel. I called, uh, we, we, uh, I called him over WhatsApp. And uh, he said, okay, I can make a little bit uh, gym uh, in my hotel. I get the food uh, in front of my door. Yep. The doctor is up beside in the other, other room. And I watched um, NHL games, so he dreamed now to be an NHL player oh, maybe in a few years. And um, I think I, he said, "I'm happy. I have my uh, my um, my game uh, play from uh, computer." And um, yeah, and it was very very uh, boring for him. And uh, now he is back. After he was back in Krefeld, two hours later he. Uh, was by the Oberliga team from Krefeld against uh, Halle. Okay. And uh, he was a little bit tired. And now he has a medicine check uh, yeah. since yesterday. And maybe he can go on the ice um, maybe Friday. Okay. Hey, listen, El El is Elmer Schmidt still coaching the Oberliga team? Yes. Yes, uh, great, uh, great friend of mine. Uh, say hello, tell him we get a chance. Listen, I, I want to. I, I know that you can get us in contact. I'd love to have the opportunity, maybe, to get a, a, a an interview with Alex Blunk uh, if he speaks English. If not, we can speak German. Please try and see if you can organize that. It'd be great yeah. to understand the complexity. Listen, I know we got to move on quickly. I just want to mention, obviously, the Russians did a disservice to the World Junior Hockey's, uh, of course, with the shenanigans they had in the airport. Uh, I just to want to pay a compliment to the Germans. You guys are so classy, run by France Reindel. And of course, we're going to talk about that in a few seconds about the Olympics and France Reindel thinking about the uh, the Olympic team going over to China. Listen, talk to us about Krefeld. Obviously, there are issues with uh, COVID. It's running rampant uh, throughout the world right at this moment. It has affected the DL. What's going on first with the DL and then with the Krefeld Penguins? Yeah, so uh, the DL and other kind of sports in Germany hit uh, very hard from the new uh, virus, uh, Omicron. And um, you saw Bayern München, they had uh, nine players from the first team. They get um, posit tested positive and they lost against Mönchengladbach uh, last Friday night. I think your favorite team, Borussia Mönchengladbach, yes. they won in Munich 2-1. And... Um, Yeah, the Bayern Munich had to play because they have so many young players in the second team. They are have a license for the first uh, team, and so they had to play. And uh, in the DL now we have a lot of play uh, uh, games uh, cancelled since two weeks because uh, in Iserlohn it's unbelievable. They have 27 uh, people around the team the, from the team, all the players, and around the the staff. 27 uh, 
people uh, hit by uh, COVID-19, the yep. new virus. And um, I think one team, Cologne, has 39 teams and one team, Straubing, has only uh, uh, 31 teams, other eight, eight teams or nine teams uh, less, left. And... Um, Yeah, so nobody uh, knows what hap what will happen yeah. because the CEO from the German ice hockey league said uh, Friday night, "I what what ha can I do? Uh, I have to wait. Uh, what yeah. happened with the virus? Uh, we play how long we can play, and then uh, the Olympic break. Um, they think about it now uh, to play with teams that have no players at the Olympics that they can." play uh, the games uh, they left uh, the last two weeks that we will see if it uh, go, goes on but the most teams has player for German team or for other teams in Krefeld we have one Danish uh, Dynamite uh, D yes. uh, we have one from Latavia D very good D we have uh, Jeremy Bracco from the US team he is on the list from the US uh, Olympic team every team uh, from Olympic tournament has um, now 50 players on the list. They have to um, to um, give the list to the Olympic um, Olympic organization. Right. And it's nobody knows who, who, who is fit in, in at the uh, in February when the Olympic starts, because and in Krefeld we are lucky. We have today the first. Um, Uh, the first player who tested positive is with COVID-19, the first player. And I think it's one of the three guys uh, from the under-20 German team. So, Shopi, thank you for filling us in, obviously, what's going on in the DEL and, of course, with Krefeld. And it does have implications as we wrap this up. Uh, we're going to talk about the Olympics. As we yeah. know, the NHL is suffering exactly the same issues that you are in Germany with teams missing players and, and moving back with this COVID crisis. What does it look For look like for the German national team right at this moment. We're talking only weeks before they have to get on a flight. Um, are they going to quarantine players? Are they going to keep those players that they're hoping to play under the bubble of some sort? Or are they just going to hope to God they don't go to the airport and test positive? Yeah, the problem is, Gary, uh, the league will play until 28 of uh, January. And then the German uh, team will um, meet uh, all the players in Füssen. Uh, and then they have one one week in a bubble there, uh, tested and everything. But the coach, I think for him it's terrible. He Every day he hears, oh, this player is tested COVID, this player uh, from his uh, team. And uh, he don't know uh, who will uh, play, who, who can play, uh, who will can go to, to China. And the discussion is unbelievable now in Germany or in, in Europe, in Sweden. The, the coach from Frohlenda, Göteborg, said, um, I, I cannot allow my player to go to the Sweden national team. But I think that he has to do it because it's a rule in, in every country. You have to uh, get your players to, to the national team. And uh, most of the players said, or in other sports, winter sports, uh, skiing said, hey, we can go to China. The um, 
when you saw films and in, in, in TV from China, what happened there, it's terrible. It's a nightmare to go to the Olympics in China. It's it's crazy. Yeah, the Olympic is the, the greatest tournament for every kind of sports in summer or winter. But this rules and this uh, situation now down in in Peking, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. What I don't understand, Shopee, of course, it's all about the the finances. I just yeah. can't see these Olympics having any kind of financial win under these circumstances. It would only make sense, and I think we, we you know, we could. To, discuss this forever and i'm sure as we get closer i'd love to get you back on france rinal says the german team may get a break because of this situation but you're not going to be with players like stutzel dreisaitl yeah. of course arguably one of the best players on the planet right at this moment so it is going to blemish the olympic moment uh for the fans and without any fans in the stands. Of course, that will not be happening. Yeah. I think it's going to be a disaster. Hey, listen, as I let you go, uh, what is what does it look like in the next seven to 10 days with uh, the leagues, not only the DL, but I do hear there are a lot of problems in the Oberliga with the Hanover Scorpions uh, and the Hanover Indians. They've had to have no fans in their games or very few. Uh, wrap it up really quickly. What does it look like? Yeah. Okay. We we wait now. What uh, what happened with the virus uh, Omicron? Because the government said the Omicron is not so uh, so dangerous like the virus before Delta, and so maybe the quarantine will um, will not uh, will not go for players. They are uh, third time vaccinated booster. Uh, so they don't have to go in, in quarantine uh, but all the players who have it's for, for the player who have contact with uh, uh, COVID um, players and um, so in the third, second league more uh, games are cancelled than in the first league in the Oberliga South uh, group so many uh, games cancelled and um, But this, the second and the third league can play in the Olympic break. For them, it's not so right, difficult of course. for the, the yeah. first league. And hey, Shopee, yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, this weekend, let's catch up and find out about other other leagues, of course. What's going on in Switzerland? What's going in Holland? And uh, obviously in Scandinavia, you talked a little bit about that. The Swiss Austria, that Austria has canceled the whole uh, games last weekend. All right. Well, we'll Austria. get caught up. We'll get caught up with you next week. I can't thank you enough for bringing us up to date. Uh, go Krefeld. I hope everything goes well. And of course, it's great to have Alexander Blank. And I hope you can line us up to have an interview with him. That would be yeah. absolutely amazing. Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And uh, have a good show. Uh, I have to go to bed. Good <laughs> Sorry. night. Sorry. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye-bye. Hey, listen, as uh, our producer is going to come up here in a few minutes, we're going to talk a little bit about the NHL. Of course, uh, All around the world, everybody is struggling with this. And of course, uh, I got a comment here from Aaron Kuzak. Aaron's been watching this very closely of what's going on with Jokovic. And, um, you know, I watched uh, CNN had a, a, a film on Jokovic and, and the absolute adulation that the Australian fans have for him. Uh, P police had to push people out of the way as his car left the courtroom. Uh, of course, it's going to be crazy. And if he does get to play, and if he does get to win, 
what are the complexities of this? I know uh, Aaron mentioned that it is going to be truly amazing, which it will be. But what are the, uh, you know, we've heard comments of people that couldn't get back home to be with sick elderly parents, yet a man can get back and hit a tennis ball around a court. Not sure what the implications will be there. Hey, listen, Marty Roberts uh, has a great comment here. Love it. The fact that uh, he got to play in the Olympic ring in Munich. Uh, I also got to do that. And then, of course, went to the Hopros. There is nothing better than the Hopros. And, of course, I did also have an opportunity to sit there with my dad and sing Oopapa music. Marty, what a great experience. And it is a bucket list. If you don't, if you haven't been there before, if you have not been to Oktoberfest or to the Munich Ring, make sure you check it out. And of course, final comment coming from John LaRoche. Uh, thank you for being a part of the show also. Great hearing from the international markets. Good information, good education. You can create more interest in the international game. And John, that's what we're going to do. Mike Burrell is going to be coming on next week and talk about what is actually going on at the Olympic uh, Stadium. Of course, uh, Wuxong Arena, the Cadillac Arena, of course. We'll find out more information over the next couple of weeks as we get closer to the Olympics. Hey, listen. Always a pleasure having my uh, producer come on. He's enlightened me with a bunch of stuff around the NHL. Ladies and gentlemen, Jordan LaRoche. Hey, Gooch. Hey, Jordan, how are you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. This is the yeah. last few days of my family here, so yeah. we're just kind of getting to wrap up. Well, it's great to have your dad here. I just noticed a couple of people walking by the door. It's starting to look great. Look at the TV in behind us. Love it. Obviously, the TV uh, highlights the the uh, street behind us and people walking by. And as this opens up, we are going to be so excited. Uh, you know, having your dad here at this particular moment, he brings up the common, of course, you know, understanding the the games, the Olympics, the international game. What was your thoughts listening to um, uh, Shopee talk about Alex Blank having to stay in a hotel for 10 days with the German doctor? Well, I mean, it, it, it's just crazy to think about. I mean, at, at the end of the day, I mean, we're, we're, when we were talking about the Olympics a couple of weeks ago when the NHL players were still kind of on the fence about going, um, they're looking at five weeks in quarantine. I mean, the, the, this whole thing is just an absolute mess. And you know, hopefully every day goes by, we get closer to somewhat of an end of this, again, reach some kind of normalcy again. Yep. Well, I'm going to get a chance, uh, we're going to get a chance to talk to Mike Burrell, as I mentioned, in China, Beijing, to find out what is it over there. Obviously, we don't know all the facts, but we'll get that. Hey, listen, Jordan, uh, you've got some information. There's some great news, or I would call it breaking news, uh, and it has to deal with uh, a player in Dallas. Yeah, I mean, John Kleinberg, a guy who I've always really liked since he came into the league, um, David Pognata reported that, you know, he's feeling a little unwanted in Dallas right now. His contract talks have kind of reached a little bit of a standstill, and it looks like he's going to be moved. I mean, this is a guy who can, I don't know if he'll change a franchise, but he'll be a good anchor for your top pairing, uh, top defense pairing, and just a super reliable offensive contributor. I, I really like this game. It's just kind of weird that Dallas is having a, an okay year, and they're, they're ready to let him walk. Well, I'll tell you, Dave uh, Pagunata, who he's from the uh, Fourth Period magazine. He is an insider. He gets the information. So I can tell you what, that is going to be a huge loss. Klingsberg is an incredible defenseman, and you can't, find, you can't just make these guys up. Yeah. So I would be 
I would be aghast if Dallas can't find a way to get this guy feeling comfortable in Dallas. What a great city to play in, number one. But also they have a, a, a very good hockey team. All right, what else do you hear? Obviously, we'll touch upon some of the other trade baits that are going to start. Uh, we're going to hear that uh, as we go forward here. Talk to us about some of the other rumors that you've heard. Just, I just want to touch on Marty Roberts' comment here. Uh, he was told NHL players were asking if they could get released from COVID. Uh, and it's actually pretty true. I mean, uh, around the league, a couple of guys were asking their, their GMs if they could retire for a couple of weeks and then uh, they'll essentially void their contracts and then eventually come back at the Olympics or, you know, asking to get sent down or uh, to AHL for a little bit. I mean, they, they've tried a lot of different things to try and make this work. But I mean, just a, 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 around the NHL, I mean, uh, we all, we've all heard about Vander Kane's recent kind of dealings and the couple issues he's had along the way um his his contract was recently terminated by the san jose sharks uh and the hlpa is actually filing agreements um because this has essentially happened when um he was placed in COVID protocol and you know he actually went home uh to vancouver while in COVID protocol and you know you're supposed to stay in your home locked up quarantining essentially but you know he just got on a plane and left i mean it, it's really tough just because he's had so many other issues and yeah. You know, I, I think the Sharks are just kind of kind of done with it, to be perfectly well, it's honest. Tire, it's tiring. Jordan, I wanted to add to that. The NHLPA files grievance. That That's their responsibility. But could you see some of those guys that are filing this grievance kind of saying, oh, my God, let's just <laughs> let this thing go away. He's been shooting himself in the foot so many times that it's time. Like, listen, we, we've obviously seen Antonio Brown, the story that's going on there. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Evander Kane is 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 uh, not suffering from some mental strain, from all the things that he's been going through. I think somebody has to step in. This guy is a very, very talented hockey yeah. player, and we know Antonio Brown is an incredible football player. We need somebody to step in and say, guys, let's bring these guys back. We can, listen, it's 2022. I think we can find a way of putting them in and getting them the proper help if they so so do so. Well, if it goes through, there's a pretty good 20 goal score around the market. So, I mean, anyone could, could go, go get him. And I mean, Montreal's made some some questionable picks in the past, so I um, wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, uh, John, if that happens, I'm taking back the Montreal coasters I gave you for Christmas. Uh, I just, I you know, his shenanigans in Winnipeg too. You know, pulling out the money and stuff. That's just not normal. So uh, let's move on from him because uh, one of the things that I wanted to discuss, I did not know this. Thank you for bringing it up. Mark Andre Fleury becomes the first goalie, and you'll love this, of course, because you found it, the first goalie in NHL history to beat all 32 teams. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure guys like Marty Bordeaux have done it in the past uh, when he got traded to St. Louis. But, I mean, with two new expansion franchises, I mean, his first guy to beat 32 teams, so... Uh, a little cool fun fact there. Okay, listen, let's go back. Anthony's got a great comment. I'd love you to also comment on this one. I know we're going back to the Kane thing, but thank you for you know taking some time, Anthony, and being with us all the way from Australia. I hope you're not doing uh, anything crazy there. Stay at home. Make sure that you get out of this COVID crisis. Um, look at Carolina, Edmonton. Florida, Tampa Bay, Vegas. Yes, there's no question he would be probably in the top six on some of those teams. But can you bring that disturbance into the dressing room? I, I, he played I, at this I, level. 
I think a lot of that was back when, uh, before all this happened, just because the the Sharks were trying to trade him. But yes, good point. So, so if this grievance doesn't kind of set things back a little bit, uh, he'll be a free agent and anyone can sign him. So um, they they were trying to trade him. And, you know, those teams are are correct as well. I think he may, I I don't know if Vegas can can do it, but uh, any any of those teams would would be really good. He'd be really good for them. Well, then there, uh, your father coming in and, and defending Evander Kane. I'm not sure it's the same type of situation, John, but he has certainly cleaned up his act a bit. And yeah. if somebody can turn him or if somebody can grab him and get him straightened out, I'll tell you what, he's still a very, very, very good hockey player. All right, let's talk about some others. Obviously, Ben Sherratt. Wow. Wow is all I got to say. Yeah, this one doesn't make a ton of sense to me, but... Uh... You know, I, I, it's a guy I've always liked, and I, I he was really solid for Montreal coming down the stretch last season. And I mean, Montreal is just trying to sell house right now. I, I don't blame him, honestly. Well, you've mentioned a bunch of other guys that, uh, well, uh, who would you like to see as uh, moving on? Uh, Anton Kadobin, uh, we all know him from the playoffs in the bubble. He was absolutely uh, great. Uh, Jake DeBrusque, talk to us a little bit about these two players. I mean, uh, Kadobin, I, I think Dallas just has an abundance of goalies right now. Uh, Jake Ollinger's been playing pretty well. Braden Holpe's having a, a great year, as, uh, too. Uh, sure, Ben Bishop retired, but I mean, you don't really need three I mean, starting quality uh, goaltenders on your on your roster at one time. But again, I mean, I, I, I like Kadobin. He, he, granted, he's a little older now, but you can still contribute about anywhere he goes. And DeBrusque, uh, a, a guy who I've always kind of really liked, but you know, he's kind of he's kind of tailed off the last few years. I think only uh, five goals, four assists this year in 27 yeah. games. Uh, it's not what it's not what you expect from a guy like him. But I, I think he'd still be good on a team where he can provide some grit, some depth scorings, uh, play on the play on the third line. Uh, I, I actually really liked him uh, to go to the Rangers. Uh, I, I don't think that's going to happen anymore. But yeah, uh, I, I'd still I'd still hope they could try to get him. Yeah, you can't find quality players like that. You know, you, as we've always talked about, uh, to win a Stanley Cup, you need, listen, you're going to get your top six. You need to have a quality third or fourth line player. And he certainly would fit in with a lot of teams, not only the New York Rangers. Hey, listen, Mark Giordano, of course, everybody would want him a leader. Seattle is not really obviously shown the same prowess as the Las Vegas Golden Knights in their first inaugural season. Would Listen, he's the cap. There's no way that Seattle would even consider moving him. Yeah, it'd be weird. The, 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 the year you get him, you name your captain and then send him out. I mean, it doesn't make much sense to me, but uh, there's there's a lot of weight behind this, and it's definitely something that could happen. Uh, well, another, yeah, a little weird, right. but you never know. Another guy that I just can't see being pried out of San Jose Sharks would be Thomas Hurdle. Uh, he's been one of the, the better players this year. San Jose went through a really tough struggle, and now they seem to be you know, vying for a playoff spot. They're ahead of my Winnipeg Jets, so hopefully they do get rid of Hurdle so they can get rid of some of that goaltending, uh, sorry, goal scoring. Uh, do you think they, somebody could pry him out of San Jose? I mean, he's in the last year of his deal, a $5.6 million deal, so... I mean, if it's going to happen at any time, this is the year that's going to happen. I mean, it, it, I, I like Hurdle. Uh, he's been linked to the Rangers as well. But, uh, he, I mean, the, the San Jose Sharks, it just doesn't make sense for them to trade him this year. 
I don't think they extend him, though. Uh, it, it's a bit of a gray area right now. All right, listen, we could go on and on with yeah. all these trades and that sort of stuff. I just want to do one more. And then I know Marty's got a really good question that we're going to end uh, the program on. Listen, uh, Phil Kessel. Uh, he, he's a very intriguing player. I've been watching him. Great on the power play. He still can shoot the puck. Like, it's absolutely yeah. incredible what he can do on a power play. He's certainly going to help out. Do you see him? And how how could he feel comfortable in Phoenix? Like, the team is just a disaster. They don't even know if they're going to be playing next week in a building, maybe playing outdoors somewhere in Saskatoon, just like the uh, Winnipeg Jets were trying to do. Uh, do you see him moving? I mean, if anyone on, the, on this list is going gonna, is gonna to move, it's probably going to be Phil Castle. I mean, uh, again, we saw Arizona uh, sell the house uh, over the offseason. Uh, they traded away both their goalies. They traded away uh, a number of guys. And, you know, the Phil Kessel is, again, the last year of his deal. Uh, they, they don't want to – they probably won't want to resign him. They want to open up some space for some younger talent to move up. Um, I, I like I like Kessel's game. He could, again, another 20-goal scorer that's out on the market. And a, lo- a lot of teams should be interested on him. Yep. All right, listen, uh, let's uh, wrap it up. There's a couple of great comments here. Uh, always great to have Marty Roberts from uh, Fired Up Network join in and give us a little bit of excitement here. Jordan, who trades for a goalie first, the Avs or the Oilers? The Avs aren't trading for a goalie. Uh, they're not on the market for it. They signed Darcy Kemper uh, in the offseason. Uh, they sacrificed a lot to make that happen, and you know, I think it's got to be the the Oilers. Mike Smith, granted, he's played okay here and there. Koskinen, I really don't like. I, I've never liked since he came to the league. I, I just think he's been a little overpaid um, and you know, held too highly of a regard. But it, it's got to be Edmonton. I, mean, I don't know if it's Mark Andre Fleury or um, or even Anton Kudobin. Uh, granted, yeah. he could he, he split some of the, some of the time with Mike Smith uh, going down the stretch. They go into a two goalie system. Yep, there's a lot of options out there right now, and uh, Edmonton needs to needs to have a fix in, in that for sure. Jordan, as we wrap up, I do want to say that uh, Edmonton does need to to make a move for goaltending. There's no question. Can Mike Smith regain that prowess that he had last year? And of course, with uh, the issue with the coach uh, throwing his player under the bus, and then that player obviously costing, in, you know firing back at him and yeah. bringing out the dirty laundry in the press does nobody any good. So I would suggest that he will be moved, but he's at a $5 million ticket. He's going to be tough to move. And I'm going to end it with this. When we talk about goaltenders, I know you're the expert, but in for the avalanche to go deep in the playoffs and maybe vie for a Stanley cup, if Kemper goes down, I'm not sure the backup there will be able to be the guy that's going to lead this team to the promised land. Well, maybe maybe it's not a goalie issue. I mean, they chased Grubauer out of town last year. Maybe there's a systematic thing or, you know, they're leaving about to dry a little too much. I haven't watched a ton of Colorado this year. I'll admit that. But, I mean, Darcy Kemper is a, is a solid goaltender. And yep. uh, we, we, we've seen this in the past in Colorado. And it's – Maybe it's the defense. Maybe it's the the system they play. Uh, well, they're not very kind to of their goalies there. 
Yeah, Jordan, listen, I watched the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, play against them up 4-1. They looked like they had complete control, and you as a goaltender know this. Kemper made a couple of really key saves when it was 4-1, and somebody's, oh, wow, what a difference. You know as a goaltender, you make that save when when it could have went 5-1, it's over. You make that save, they come back and score, and, of course, we saw what happened in that game. Yeah. Jordan, always a pleasure. You are the best producer I have. Oh, you're the only producer, but you're doing <laughs> a great job, buddy, and I'm really excited about what's going on down here. Uh, thank you for all the great work that you've been doing. We got a lot of exciting stuff coming up and I can't wait till lunch at the bottom line with Gooch and friends. You'll be down here. And of course we're getting ready. I know we keep talking about it. Our three camera shoot is coming, but you know what, because of the circumstances here, uh, we are just going to continue on doing it like we're doing. We're going to get more practice and we are ready when we come out of this COVID protocol uh, lockup. Gooch Live will be bringing you the three camera shoot. Thanks, Jordan. Okay. See you good. Hey, listen, don't forget, take the jersey off my back. This is a jersey that I was blessed to have hung uh, and retired in Timmendorfer Strand. It's still under the roof with some great players. Mark McKeon, of course, uh, Marvin Glaser uh, helped us win the first German championship in the Oberliga. That's the third division for Timmendorf. It's a small little town of about 750 people, 750. 7,500 people on the beach. It's a beach resort. Man, did I have a lot of fun. But I'll tell you what, this jersey is going up for auction, uh, as will many others. So please check it out. You can go to uh, Stop Concussions, go to our shop. It's already starting to fill itself up, and it will launch officially on January 29th. Take the jersey off my back for mental health, Stop Concussions, and Connected. Supporting athletes suffering concussions and mental health issues. Give a little, get a lot. Thank you for watching Gooch Live here, brought to you by the good people at the Hockey News, at the bottom line, and with those great people from Fired Up Network. Till Wednesday. You've been listening to Gooch Live with your host, Kerry Goulet, better known as The Gooch, brought to you by the Hockey News and Sports Illustrated. 